Uh, this is often defended by saying that the world was created recently, in fact, but it was made to look as if it is ancient. We could likewise argue that the world was created five minutes ago, but was created to appear as if it is ancient, as if it has a history. For, for a specific example, we might question, well, if the world and the universe is 6,000 years old, how is it that light from a galaxy a million or two million light years away has already reached us? Well, you could make the argument that the light was created already on the way, so that it appears to have been traveling for millions of years. But with that type of special pleading strategy, you essentially render the hypothesis of a recent creation that looks ancient completely unfalsifiable, untestable by science. You are putting it, therefore, outside of methodological naturalism. Uh, another example, uh, or the, the uh, such notions are not falsifiable uh, in the way that they are constructed. Uh, so there is a difference between some ideas that are inherently unfalsifiable, they could never be falsified just simply by the nature of the claim themselves. Others are rendered unfalsifiable by the way they are constructed, meaning the ad hoc special pleading is used in order to insulate them from falsification. This is done, ironically, as a way of defending the belief, but what it really does is just remove it from the arena of science. Another way in which creation beliefs are unfalsifiable uh, is that the creator itself, as an entity, is not constrained in any way uh, scientifically, right? So a creator, by definition, and by the way it's typically conceived, is an entity that lies outside of the constraints of the physical laws of the universe, a supernatural being. The creator could potentially, therefore, have created life to look like anything, like anything that we might observe in nature. It could even look as if it had evolved. Therefore, any observation of the natural world is compatible with creation. Creation is therefore unfalsifiable and not a science. In fact, proponents of creation science, or a newer version of that intelligent design, have often been challenged to specifically state a type of observation that would falsify intelligent design or creation. Give me a, some specific feature that, that the intelligent designer or the creator could not have created. And they are unable to do so. They are unable to say how creation can be falsified, which is an admission whether they like it or not, that it is not a science. As an example of this is Philip E. Johnson. Now, he is a lawyer who is credited with founding the intelligent design movement. He argues for what he calls theistic realism. Essentially, he has been on a campaign since the early 1990s to allow supernatural explanations back into the realm of science. He and others that follow him argue that the rejection of supernatural explanations is nothing more than prejudice. Scientists are rigging the game from the beginning, not allowing supernatural explanations into uh, the formulation of scientific theories. However, Johnson and others miss the point that, again, this is not an arbitrary choice by scientists. It's necessary for the methods of science to even function. 
This philosophical debate was also fought in previous centuries. Philosophers already wrangled with this idea of the relationship between supernaturalism and scientific methodology. And it was realized by these philosophers of science that, well, you can't have it both ways. You cannot introduce supernatural or miraculous causes, non-material causes, into scientific explanations because they're not constrained and not falsifiable. In fact, in a, the recent Dover versus Kitzmiller trial, when the teaching of intelligent design in the public schools was tested constitutionally, the, Judge John Jones found that the, uh, the claim by the, the defendants, those promoting the idea that intelligent design was a legitimate science, that supernatural explanations are admissible in the arena of science, Judge Jones ruled that, nope, this, this is not correct. This has already been decided by philosophers of science. This is a battle that was fought and won a couple of hundred years ago. And it uh, is no longer valid to consider uh, this as a, uh, a legitimate philosophical position. Philosopher Bertrand Russell also came up with an...